0: The text for today is our gospel text appointed for this week, and thanks to my dear brother and friend, Reverend Brent Kuhlman, for some insight into this important text for today. In the name of Jesus, there they are again, trying to catch Jesus in a lie, testing him. And so far, if you've been paying attention, it hasn't worked out very well for the Pharisees and Sadducees. Why? They are not motivated by love. And love, love is the greatest commandment. Faith, hope, and love form the golden triangle of our life as Christians, and as Scripture clearly teaches us, the greatest of these is love. But what does this mean? So Let's listen at the feet of Jesus, shall we? First, Jesus says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Heart, soul, mind. That's the Hebrew way of saying all of you, the whole lot of you, every last bit of you, love the Lord your God with everything you've got. This is the first and greatest commandment, if any of you were wondering. But then Jesus says, the second is just like it love your neighbor as yourself love emphasized by our dear lord this is what the 10 commandments require commandments 1 through 3 the first table of the law are summarized by jesus this way love the lord your god with all your heart soul and mind and commandments 4 through 10 the second table of the law are summarized this way love your neighbor as yourself you see the love of god and the love of your neighbor go hand in hand. They go side by side. You can't have one without the other. You can't claim to love God if you don't love your neighbor, and vice versa. So love, let's talk about it. What is it? Is it a feeling? Something you fall into? A warm fuzzy? No, no, and no. Does that shock you? I'm sure it does. Because you're all so used to defining love in the way of the latest Hallmark movie, current Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime movies, or for you younger ones, Josh's Josh 685 song, Savage Love, or John Legend's song, one of my favorites, All of Me, Lady Gaga's song, Stupid Love. Or for some of you that are a little older, long-running soap operas like Days of Our Lives, Guiding Light, or for the last 20 years, such TV gunk shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So what exactly is love? It is the orientation of the will in action toward another. Let me repeat that. Love is the orientation of the will in action toward another. It is a choice, an act of the will. The essence of loving God and neighbor doesn't mean you have particular feelings. You may have feelings associated with love, but love essentially is not a feeling. When I ask younger couples why they want to get married, they usually say, because we love each other. So from now on, I'm going to respond in, to that answer in this way. That's nice. Now come up with a good reason why you want to get married. Shocked? Good. Because we have everything backwards when it comes to love. Love doesn't define and shape marriage. Marriage defines and shapes love. Love is an orientation between husband and wife because they are husband and wife. And the same could be applied in the other direction. When couples want to end their marriage because they've fallen out of love, I'm now going to say, that's nice. Now come up with a good reason why you're ending the marriage. You see, love isn't something you fall into. You fall into holes. You fall into ditches. You fall into pits. You don't fall into love. Falling means losing your balance. Falling means losing your control. Falling is an out-of-control experience. People have nightmares about falling. Love, however, is a deliberate act of the will, a choice. To love means to deliberately turn yourself to another. To love means to give away something of yourself to someone else, expecting nothing, absolutely nothing in return. Thus, in the New Testament, love, as a fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life, is described in these terms. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Love does not rejoice at wrong, but in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And that is the life of self-sacrifice. The death of the self and all selfishness. To love is to be turned outwardly, away from your selfish self, to someone else. And who would that be, according to your Lord and Savior whose feet you sit at today? God and your neighbor. Now, you have many neighbors, more than you'd ever realize the person at the doctor's or dentist's office, the person in line at the grocery store, your roommate at the nursing home, your husband, wife, child, and yes, even your in-laws. The church member, look around, sitting next to you. Your co-workers, fellow students, or even your boss at work. Anyone that God puts in your life is your neighbor who, you ready for this? needs your love, no matter whether you like them or not, no matter if they like you or not. And if you don't love your neighbor, the very people you can see, how can you claim to love God whom you can't see? And note the progression of love in our Old Testament text for today from Deuteronomy 10. Love God. He has first set his heart in love on you Love, the sojourner. Love first comes from God to you, and it is, as St. Paul writes, his spiritual gift to you. Thus we have the orientation of the will in action toward another. From God to you, and now to your neighbor. Thus your dear Lord Jesus today links the love of your neighbor with the love of God. For example, you love God by loving your neighbor in this way, a cup of cold water, a cup of coffee, a glass of iced tea or milk that you give to someone who is thirsty, you give to God. The macaroni and cheese, the cheeseburger or tater tot casserole you give to hungry mouths, you give to God. The comforting note or consoling words you give to someone who is suffering, you give to God. The time and money you give to edify and enrich the lives of others at home, at work, in the community, or in the congregation, are time and money offered to God. Now, how do you love God directly? First, by having no other idols in your heart. By giving your wholehearted fear, love, and trust to The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you love God in the use of his most holy name in worship, in the divine service, and in prayer, and by your glad attention to his word. You love God by honoring the authorities he has placed over you, by caring for the health and well-being of your neighbor's body, by not adulterating marriage in any way, by improving your neighbor's property, investments, and money by defending your neighbor's reputation, and by being content with what God has given you. Those are just a few of the ways that you love God and your neighbor. I could go on, but I think you get the point. You see, when you love in those ways, you reflect God's love to others. God is loving others through you. But the problem (laughs) is that you want to do this But you don't. I don't. You and I fail to love God and our neighbor. In fact, we rebel against it. We revel instead in revenge, spite, grudges, and hate. So it's high time for all of us to repent, to confess the love of self and the idolatry of the self. And so the next question given in the text by Jesus really is this, who then can be saved? After all, we cannot do perfectly what Jesus says in the text. None of us love God, the Lord our God, with all our heart, soul, and mind, and none of us love our neighbors as ourselves. Who then can be saved? None of us, if our attention is on ourselves and on our loving. And so notice where Jesus goes in the text for today. He directs us to himself. He asks this question, what do you think of the Christ? Whose son is he? Well, he's the son of David, which means he's from the royal bloodline of King David, the messianic king. But he is also David's Lord, David's God. He is the God-man, God, begotten of the Father from all eternity, and man, human, like you and me, born of the Virgin Mary. You see, Jesus the Christ came as the head of new humanity. He is the new Adam. He is the human God intended humanity to be, and he came to be the Holy One, just as his Father in heaven is holy. He came to restore the image of God to our fallen and sinful humanity. He came to do what you and I cannot and do not do. Jesus came to love God with his whole heart, with his entire being, with his whole mind. Jesus came to love his neighbor as himself. Jesus came to love you with God's love. And Jesus loved you. Loved you when you were the least lovely or loving. Jesus is love to the loveless. And He loved you to death there upon the cross. While we were yet God's enemies, He died for us. While you were dead in your sins, Jesus gave His perfect and holy life into death. And now his passion, his Good Friday, his Easter Sunday benefits are are all yours. Eternal life is yours in Jesus. All your sins forgiven in Jesus. Thus we have the complete and perfect love of God, which is now yours, because Jesus has given it to you. God has given it to you. So faith in Jesus now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, does give birth to love. That's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's God's work through you. When you love, it's because you have been loved first by God in His Son, Jesus. And Christ's death and resurrection now frees you to love God and your neighbor. You no longer have to love. You get to love. You don't love in order to be saved. You love because you are saved in Jesus. You don't love to win God's favor. You love because God favors you already in Jesus. You don't love so that God will love you. You love because God has loved you so incredibly in Jesus with the greatest love you'll ever know, the bloody, crucified love of the cross. Greater than your love. And greater than the law that judges your love is Jesus the Christ who loves perfectly. Jesus. David's son and David's Lord. This love from God is thus the greatest commandment. This love is fulfilled by God through Jesus for you that that you might lovely be loving your neighbor. For on him hangs the sin of the world. On Jesus, hang your life and your salvation. Happy loving God and happy loving others. In the name of Jesus.